Hello, friends, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Just wanted to remind you all that if there are any different topics or guests that you would like to see on this podcast, you've been wanting to maybe get to know them a bit better offline, you know, through the podcast, definitely, definitely shoot me a DM, reach out to me. You guys know I'm always here for you. Definitely reach out. Enjoy this podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I have Cooper on the line and super excited chatting with him here today. Cooper, why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself, your company, and then let people know how long you've been in business for. Yeah, thanks, Randa. So my name is Cooper Brown. My DJ company is called One Above Entertainment. Um, I'm based out of Salt Lake City, Utah, and I've been in business uh, for 13 years. So I started um, back in about 2009. I grew up in Ventura County, um, California, and so that's where I started DJing. And then I moved out to um, to Utah for school. Uh, met my wife um, while I've been here in Utah, and so now we're settled here. And and this business has been going super super well. And I do this full time to support my wife and our little baby. I love that. And with you guys being in uh, the Salt Lake area, obviously it's a little cooler weather uh, currently. Um, is it high season for you guys? Are you guys kind of in your low season? Like what is uh, right now kind of looking like for you guys? Yeah, so, so right now um, it's slammed. So we're, we're here in the middle of uh, August while we're recording this podcast. And I actually have had five weddings in the past six days. So I had one Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then uh, off on Sunday, and then Monday and Tuesday. So, so it's really, really high season, uh, especially with post-COVID. We're, not, we're still in COVID, but, you know, post-2020, a lot of people move their weddings back to this year, and Utah is pretty open, more or less, compared to other states, and so people are in full swing with planning their weddings um, and smaller private events. Sure, and, um, I mean, it's just testament to really, like, people have their weddings on any day of the week, and, you know, you don't yeah. really need to party on, like, a Friday or a Saturday um, what do you, do you sometimes like encourage people? Like if someone's like really like seeking you after like for their wedding, say, like do you try to push them maybe to like a weekday event sometimes or does it obviously just kind of run down to like whatever is available for them? Like how does like booking process and like availability kind of yeah. work? That, that's a great question. So, so when people inquire, um, it's usually through my website I'm also pretty active on Instagram as well, but even on Instagram, I'm asking people to fill out my contact form so I can uh, track everything in my CRM. I use a CRM called Tave, um, which is like HoneyBook. There's thousands out there. Um, and so once I have that, um, honestly, they've usually already selected their date with the venue, so I don't have much influence in like helping them select a day of the week or not. Um, but uh, but what I do definitely try to help people understand is like if they are having a Monday night wedding, which seems to be the most common weekday because people can make a weekend out of traveling to Utah for the destination wedding is that weekday weddings aren't going to go as long. You're not going to go till midnight on a Monday night <laughs> or, or a Thursday night often, whereas you could easily do that on a Friday or Saturday just because people are used to staying out on the weekends and don't have work the next day. Um, but hopefully, hopefully that answered your question. Yeah, no, definitely. And for you, do you have a team of 
DJs and professionals underneath you? Is it just you for the team? Like, or like, obviously, basically, like once you're booked out for a date, you're booked. How does that all kind mm-hmm. of work? Yeah. So, so for the past, for, for the first 12 years, so up until last year, I was a single op. It was just me. Um, and I really just focused on building my personal brand. So I'm a, I'm a, you know, a DJ, but I'm also a trained MC. And so I've been really able to kind of craft my brand and become really well known here in the Utah market. And because of that, I was able to, I am able to charge premium prices. Um, and so that's always been my focus. But, you know, last year when COVID hit, um, I had some time to kind of, you know, reflect on where I want my career to go. And I realized that my wife and I, you know, we're going to have a baby in a few months. And I didn't want to be working every single Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night gone and, you know, missing all of the functions that my future kids um, might have. And so um, at the end of last year, I did add on one other DJ to our team for the first time. So now we're considered a multi-op. Um, and he actually DJed two events for me last week and three events the week before. And it's been really cool to expand to the multi-op um, you know, part of my business, but it has been very scary you know, letting the reins go a bit and letting someone else represent me. I think that's a, a thing that all of us business owners can agree to is it's scary letting go of the control and trusting someone else to represent your brand. Um, and so it's been, a, it's been a hard thing to do. Um, my DJ comes over and we do training um, about once every two weeks for, for an hour or two to make sure he's really, really rocking all of his events and, and making his clients super happy. Um, and so it's been a great new thing. Um, and I think in the future, I'll probably add on more DJs as well. I think this is successful and it's helping me to not have to book as many events because I have another source of revenue coming in. Sure. Um, I mean, but just to be able to relinquish that control, like you had said, is really, really, really hard. And of course, you know, say if you're at home or say if you're at a different event or anything like that, I'm sure like it happens for me all the time, you know, but like just in the back of your mind, you're just like, oh, I hope things are going okay. You know, (laughs) is is everything going fine? Like, do I need to run over there really quick? What am I going to do? So for those who might be like wanting to, um, get into like the multi op space. Um, what what might you have like advice wise for people um, in terms of that? Yeah, so I think the the most important thing is to find someone who's very trustworthy and who you enjoy working with because you need to enjoy this person so that when you're talking to them, it's never you know confrontational. It's it's natural and it's fun because that's important to work with people that you enjoy working with. Um, and beyond that, um, with my DJ, um, or this could be a planner, you know, a venue assistant, a, a second shooter for photography, whatever it might be, um, I've really tried to sit down and help them understand the whole vision of what my brand is, what people think about One Above Entertainment when I think about me as, as, as their DJ. Um, and then I, I try to help them find um, their, his own way to express himself as a DJ and MC that falls in line with my brand, but is also him as well. Um, and then lastly, something that I've just recently started implementing, which has been really helpful, um, is getting feedback from our clients after my DJ does an event for them. So a few days after the event, I have a nice short Google form um, that gets sent to them saying, hey, we would love your feedback. We're always trying to improve 
or small business. And I say the word small business because I've learned that people love supporting small businesses. And so when I ask people for a review or for feedback or for whatever it might be, I'll often say, you know, this really helps out our small business um, because people do want to help out small businesses. And so anyway, this Google Forum gets some great feedback from the customer. And one of the questions that, that is asked is, is the service that you received of less equal or more value than what you paid? And that's one of the three questions, but that one question is really helpful because you can see if the person who's working for you is you know, meeting, exceeding, and hopefully not you know, going lower than expectations, but you can see if people think the value, um, where the value lies with how much they paid. And that is an awesome way to make sure that your team is doing a great job and that you can feel confident that you're doing a good job as a business owner training your team um, and staffing your team. Sure. And I feel like it's, um, you know, as you have inquiry calls, as you are meeting these couples um, and kind of getting to know them, it's just being very transparent that it may or may not be me on the wedding day. And, I mean, also, I mean, with COVID, with sickness, with life happening, you know, things might just happen at any moment. Um and you might just have to be called out, you know. So I think just very being very transparent and saying, like, hey, by the way, like it might not be me, but our team is, you know, are all trained and trusted and we're all going to, you know, kill it on your wedding day or event day um, beforehand, you know. And, and if, if that buzz them or they don't like that, then that's okay, you know, but – at least being very transparent because then you're not going to blindside them, say, on the day of, and they'll be like, oh, well, we thought it was supposed to be, you know, Cooper or Miranda. Like, what, what the heck happened? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and, I, and I, I do know a lot of wedding professionals or event professionals who handle it, just like you mentioned. However, when it comes to the DJ, um, the personality is, is something people are really looking for. And so yeah. a, a hard thing for, for me has been, when people inquire to One Above Entertainment, they've seen me at weddings or they've had wedding planners, venues, photographers refer Cooper. And so I have to be very, very apparent in my first email response saying, hey, I am personally not available, and the person that referred you was referring to me directly. Um, but however, we do have a DJ on our team who is available. Um, and and I've had to make it really black and white because whenever anybody signs a contract with us, they're signing for a specific person to be there. It's me or it's my DJ. Um, and I think that's a little, little unique for DJs compared to maybe a photographer or a planner who might have assistants and other second shooters and things like that. Sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so, I mean, just kind of in general, though, like how can we help you? Yeah, that's a great question. So, I am definitely branching out to more of the des destination weddings and corporate events. Um, so I have some DMCs who are starting to use me, um, mostly on the West Coast, I'd say. Um, but if anybody has an event where they're looking for a really professional DJ who can um, mix and beat match and really create whatever vibe, a unique vibe they're going for, as well as someone who's a strong you know, MC, um, please feel free to reach out to me because I do want to travel to some really cool places throughout the country and create some epic events. And so um, that's the first thing I'd say is, is feel free to reach out to me um, for any event in your area, even if it's not in Utah. 
Um, and then second off, um, I am really big on networking and sharing ideas and, and what's being successful in other people's markets. So I love getting on you know, phone calls with other industry professionals throughout the country, seeing what they're doing, um, what's helpful for them, and get some honest feedback from them on maybe what DJs in their market are doing and what they like, um, and then I can share my experience too. And so if anybody ever wants to reach out and share those you know, nuggets of what's working for their business, I'm huge in entrepreneurship. I studied business strategy in college. Um, and so I'm always down to talk business strategy and to give ideas. I love that. Um, and then one last nugget that you'd want to leave here with everyone today. Yeah, so I um, – there, there's a book called The E-Myth. Um, it's a very interesting book that I think a lot of entrepreneurs – would, would gain a lot of value out of. And basically it's teaching you kind of the fundamentals of how to structure your business so it can grow without you being the main person responsible for every aspect of growth. And something that I shared in there, and this was a perfect time for me to read this um, a few months ago, was that I was feeling really overwhelmed and almost um, as though the direction I was trying to take my business wasn't working. I was trying to do something new. Um, and in the book, it talks about when you try something new and you're not having success with it, you know, 99% of people would stop there and they wouldn't go any further. However, in those moments where you, this good idea you have, you know, it's a good idea. If it's not working, those are the moments where you want to keep grinding and keep working on it because you'll be one, you'll be the 1% that actually is successful because you didn't stop where everyone else stopped. You're going to continue, and you're going to try to build that part of your business, that part of your brand, that service, that product, whatever it might be, and, and that can yield results that nobody else will get besides you because you were the one who stuck in, and you did not jump boat, um, you know, jump ship, I should say, like when everybody else did. Um, so that's probably the one piece of nugget or like one nugget that I would give that really resonated with me a few months ago when I was reading that book. And what was that book one more time? It's called The E-Myth Revisited. So E as an elephant and then myth, revisited. And the E stands for entrepreneur. Perfect. Well, we'll definitely have to read into that. And um, it, that's honestly like where you get the Jeff Bezos and that, you know, yep. Mark Zuckerberg versus the people that are just working normal nine-to-five jobs, you know, like it – it, it gets so hard and just, it's not for everyone, you know, and, and no. the event industry <laughs> is very hard. And I seriously even applaud you to, that you're supporting your family off of your income, uh, your full time in it, because, you know, m- most have a, you know, spouse or someone else to support them through, um, and and then that's kind of it, you know. But and so then they don't feel like they have to make too much money within this industry. But yeah. um, I, I seriously think there's like I, I I could probably even count on like two hands, like the amount of professionals that I know that kind of support their whole family off of their off of their income within the event industry. Um, 
because it is very yeah. tough and um yeah it's it's very um yeah i just want to applaud you on that that's awesome <laughs> Thanks, Randa. And something I didn't mention is that I quit my day job. I was at a tech company. Um, I quit in February of 2020. Um, and then about seven weeks later, something called COVID changed yeah. the U.S. In, in the matter of like a day. Um, yeah. So it was awful timing. But in that time last year, I built a second business, a production company that focuses on live streaming. Um, okay. And that really supported my family last year and has been a huge great, you know, uh, revenue stream for me as well. Um, and so, yeah, quick, quick, quitting the full time was definitely scary, but totally worth it. And like you mentioned a second yeah. ago, I work a crazy ton, but I love it. And I have a great supportive yeah. wife. Um, so, so that's really, really helpful. I love that. Well, I definitely hope to meet you here in person soon. I actually went to school um, down in Cedar at SUU. Um, cool. So so many friends. Yeah, I have so many friends that are up in Salt Lake and hoping to definitely um, do a Salt Lake trip here soon. Um, so I'll definitely let you know when I'm in town and we can maybe meet up in person. Please do. Let's do it. Yeah, definitely. But thank you so much, Cooper, for your time here today. Uh, we'll keep in touch, but uh, have a wonderful rest of your day. Wonderful. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. If it did bring you any value at all, please share it on to your friends, your family, anyone who may need to hear it. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, uh, YouTube, all of the places, you guys. <laughs> Miranda Madison events off of all the networks. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm.